In this episode of Man vs. Marriage, it's a major announcement. 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 The podcast. How good do you want your life to be? It's truly about becoming the best version of yourself that's possible. Man versus Marriage. Welcome back to another episode of Man versus Marriage. It is I, the Q Diggity Dog. And I'd like to take this time to kick my own self and my balls because we had three episodes recorded and uh, we're going to have to do them again because I didn't have the microphone set up right. So, with that being said, make sure you uh, utilize the email addresses. Genie, J-E-A-N-N-E, at mvsmpodcast.com, or Quincy, Q-U-I-N-C-Y, at mvsmpodcast.com. And today we come to you with a major announcement. But first, make sure you go over to uh, Apple or Spotify or whatever platform that you use to listen to this program, and please give us a review. It will help us as we broaden the platforming, uh, do our best to reach more men and women um, and build marriage. Because we've definitely got a mission behind this passion project. And here she goes. She's already n- none of this until the microphone starts. Okay, so, honey, um, everybody, I'm in the Moran family studio with my lovely wife, Jeannie Moran. Honey, say your salutation however you'd like to. Hi, honey. Hi. I'm telling you. It's been a day. It has been a week, a month, a quarter, a year. But here we go. Major announcement on the horizon. You want a rock, paper, scissor to say who's going to do it? No. Come on, man. Just one game. Rock, paper, scissor, go. It's me. Scissors beats paper. The Moran family is making a move from sunny California To deep in the heart of Texas. That's right. We are going to move the whole family to Texas. Um, Which, if you are one of our avid longtime listeners, you will gain instantly a little more context around why things have been... So chaotic. (laughs) A bit more stressful with uh, the Moran family. And you know not long ago, and if you haven't heard it, go back and listen to uh, the episode where it says, Is it... Chaos, or really, is it just life? Yes, to both. And, you know, my summation of that, my surmising summation summation, was really that um, it was all just life. And we all have life. There's ebbs and flows to life. And for us, this is, um, if there is any chaos that has to do with us moving this family, this is chaos that we initiated so there you have it. <laughs> it's on us, really. Okay, well, we initiated most of it, but some of it has been coming out of the woodworks, so. But things like, some of that stuff may have happened anyway. True. But this is something uh, that Jeannie and I decided that for the next chapter of our lives, for our marriage, for us as parents, for our kids, as some of them go to uh, start work and college and, you know, uh, a few others kind of take the next step forward when it goes to their the, the latter years of their high school career. And as Hunter and Kirsten step out of school and become Ugh. and are going to be home full time, 
this is the this is the area, the atmosphere. This is the place that we believe is going to give them the uh, the best opportunity for all of those things, and it's Texas. So, what's been going on behind the scenes? And we're not going to take a lot of time um, to run it down, but what I do want to make sure, if you're going through some large life-changing situation, that you take the time to consider these things if you have not already. So, we're talking, you know, moving a uh, family of 10. We're only going to take three dogs with us, um, but orchestrating... Only three. You make it sound like... <laughs> We had four. We're only leaving one behind. Yeah, we're going to we're going to put him in a great home. But with that being said, you know, from a distance, we've had to do uh shout out to my brother and my sister-in-law uh for their help. Shout out to uh Chuck Kraus, realtor there in the Fort Worth area who has really been a godsend to us as well. And I mean, let's just talk about Chuck for a second. He's part of the reason that we're going where we're going, to be honest, because we had, I had probably talked to or messaged back and forth with at least six or eight different real estate agents. We weren't sure if we were renting or buying. And, uh, you know, we were at the time six to 12 months out. We really didn't know what we were doing. We were kind of getting a ballpark idea, but I don't know these schools. I don't know the areas. You know, when you live in California, it's just common sense. There are certain parts of L.A. you don't want to live in. There are certain parts in, in Southern California that you just know this neighborhood is not where I want my kids. So going out there completely blind, I was looking for different things. And, you know, Hunter and Kirsten have services that they need and different things like that. So we kind of did this random one of our daughters is Air Force ROTC, and she wants to go into the Air Force, and she's got a plan. She's going up the ranks, and I said, okay, I'm going to find the schools that have the top ranked for this program, and we'll check those areas because I want her to keep moving forward with what she's doing. And she's the longest running. She's our youngest, so she's going to be in school the longest. I want to make sure she has everything she needs. So all these other people, you know, once they found out we weren't buying yet, I was like, oh, okay, well, we'll just put you on a list and we'll send you some stuff and we'll talk to you in six months. Chuck is the only one who messaged me. And when I, I was like, all right, I'm just going to tell him everything. And when he decides we're too much, he's going to move on like everybody else. And so I text him and said, well, this is the situation. This is what I'm looking for. Lo and behold, he has someone there that teaches in a music department at a junior college that would be helpful for our kids. <clears throat> he's got... um People he knows that deal with special needs, so he get us some ins, ins and outs on some of those programs and what they have to offer. And you know, two weeks later, he FaceTimes us and he sends us this package with all the questions we had answered. And then when we got out there to go look for a house, we've never met him. We've been talking to him on the phone and FaceTime. We've never really met him. So when we went out there to go look for a house, we said, okay, we're going to get a rental. We're going to rent for about a year. We'll see where we're at and we'll go from there. And he picked us up in a van and you would have thought we'd known him for years, at least just the way we all got along and, and Almost similar. Like we, were, we were like family and moving back to Texas or something. And yeah. Just... And he's just like opening doors for us and taking us to look at things. And he, he was, 
giving us options and then he's turning to me and saying, okay, mama, what do you need to make sure that, that, you know, you can take care of the kids that are special needs. And like, he just really genuinely was invested in what we were doing. He drove us around town to places where I can take Hunter and Kirsten when dad's out of town to distract them and different activities we can do and family life and different parts where the colleges are and what the kids do there. It was just really cool. And then he explained the town to me in such a way that I actually might have a sense of direction when we get there. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Apple I have GPS. Maps. I have Apple GPS. Maps. Okay. I have Apple GPS. Maps. Shut up. But, but he's been really good to us, and now he's you know he's offering to help get us moved into the house and all these things, and it's just he's one of the reasons people like him that we've met there is part of the reason why we're going there. It's yeah. just a, a different atmosphere than what we've been in lately, and um, there's just a lot of opportunity for us to get out and do more and and do things as a family again. Yeah, and you know, there I think in Texas, um, unlike California, and you know, we do our best to keep our politics off of this podcast because you come to us for marriage and life. But looking at uh, Texas, you know, even in light of, of recent events, if if you commit a crime in Texas, um, then you're going to pay for it. Yeah, they don't play. And. You know, it seems that that particular state has a vested interest in protecting its uh, its citizens from whatever there might be. And it just it just became more attractive, you know, to us. We went there. We got the feel. We had to do a lot of this from distance. Um, and then we had a short window of time when we went out there uh, in May to find a home and things just began to fall in line. And, and there's a there's a checklist of things that caused us to speed up the move because we were on a two to four year cycle um, for when we were going to move. And it looked like Texas was, was going to be it. And there's some things that came about that just caused us to speed that decision up. A lot Um, of that circled around Hunter and Kirsten and them getting out of school. And, um, you know, autism is never easy. It's, it's definitely not easy now. I mean, I've gone through a series of all kinds of oh shit moments in the last couple of weeks because I mean, Half a mile from the school, it dawned on me, oh my gosh, this is their last day. We're right. done. And I lost it. I, I lost it big time because I haven't had them by myself in a really long time. You know, even when they were little, we always had help coming in and out with the kids. Or if I had to be with Hunter and Kirsten, somebody else was in taking care of the other kids. And we're, you know, essentially we're moving somewhere where we have a couple of people, but we can't really push our stuff on them all the time you know what i mean so it's like the reality hit of oh crap this is all on me for from here on out not that not that i'm saying you're not part of this but i understand what you mean you know i went and talked to a friend of mine who's also an autism mom and and i just told her i said you know i i love my husband and i know his intentions and and the promises he's making he has full intent to carry them out but sometimes your work life just doesn't allow us to do the things that we intended to do yeah and it's it's not that he doesn't want to be part of it. It's just I have to look at it from my perspective of my job is to manage the home. My job is to manage the kids. And if your job decides, you know, hey, we've got plans on Tuesday night and your job decides that you've got to be out of town Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, well, then Tuesday night falls to me. And it's okay, but it's just not something that we're used to yet. And, and, and looking at that, I think, you know, the, as I grow in, in the current role that I'm in, um, I'll learn better how to balance 
work and family life. And instead of making it work and family life, it'll be family and then work life. Well, and I think the big part of Texas was Quincy and I, for the last probably 10 years, have said, we need to find a slower pace. We need somewhere where things are just slowed down a little bit for Hunter and Kirsten. These kids love being in nature. They love being around, you know, things moving in the wind and they just, they like to be out and experience things. And, um, over the last few years, that's just become harder and harder here. But when we go places like Idaho to visit my parents, both of them are just mellow. Once we get settled and we're there for a couple of days, it's like, Oh, okay, this is a slower pace. We're not driving everywhere. We're not in traffic all day long. It's very, very different. And when we got to Texas and we realized there are areas that it's like that, but where we're going, it's not. Right. And it seemed, I mean, we drove through the neighborhood during the day. We drove through the neighborhood late at night just to make sure, because well, I'm a California girl born and raised. And that's like, yeah, well, the neighborhood looks great at 10 in the morning, but let's go check it out at 10 p.m. And everything was just very, very different and very calm and relaxing. The people that we ran into and we've met in different places, they were all real welcoming. They did not hold the fact that we're coming from California against us. Yeah. You know, there were a few rules, but we're we're good with those. We're we're okay with the rules that but, they set up. But it was just the the major deciding factor among all these other things that that we were looking at was where do we want Hunter and Kirsten to have the best quality of life? What is going to fit what they need most so that Quincy and I can have our life and not be so impacted by making sure they're okay, we're okay, are we all getting everything? We found someplace that's neutral, and I think we'll all get what we're looking for. And it, just your sister's message that she texted you the other day about whoever this behavioral therapist company or group is, and the, the, the types of changes that she's seen in, a, in X, X amount of time, and to come to find out this particular... Company. Company is in Texas, you know, and... Uh, that was promising to me because that's just like one more box that gets checked to say, look, you're actually going to have some more resources there. Mm-hmm. And if, if the companies, they're the same and they train the same and, you know, work with the children um, the same, then we could see the changes that we're working hard to make, you know, from the regressive, regressive issues that we've seen. So, you know, that's, that is where it is for us. We're going to, we're obviously going to continue the podcast, but it, you know, making this next move to Texas, we believe also is going to afford us the opportunity to take a step forward in what this podcast means. Cause we've been itching for a while. I have, I won't say Jeannie has, but I've been itching for a while and there are listeners who are asking, can you get video? because we want to see the video as well. I believe that's going to help us. We're working on our book and getting our book ready to to go out, to be published and to be distributed. And then at some point we're going to put we want to put together whether it's just us solo or with some of the people that we admire in this this particular space, we want to put together some kind of a a seminar or experiential learning deal that comes along with marriage and you know I know California is a great place and historically is a place where you would go to find lots and lots of opportunity 
Um, but it's not for us right now. It's not the opportunities that we're looking for. Yeah. And you know, that's not to say that we won't come back here and maybe do some work uh, with man versus marriage, but uh, it looks like Texas is the catalyst for the next phase of our life. And uh, we're excited. My my brother lives out there. We're leaving people behind in California that we'd love, that we deeply love. Um, but at some point, these relationships were going to be long distance anyway because they were looking to move their family out of California yeah. for some reasons that are, you know, somewhat similar uh, to ours. So California... That makes it easier because they understand why we're doing what we're doing. Yeah, and, you know, I've got a lot to be thankful for when it comes to California. I really do, especially over the last 25 years. Um, thank God I came out here. Thank God I didn't just enroll in, in college and start playing football right away. I decided to get a job first. And things just played out magically. I didn't play college football, but I did marry a wonderful woman and uh, have eight children. Oh, and busy. It... Uh, <laughs> It's been really good. So with that, is there anything that you want to talk about, you know, maybe that the listener can benefit um, when it comes to how this has affected the family? Because it started out <clears throat> rocky. It seems like it's gotten better. Uh, we just had a going away party, graduation party, et cetera. Um, but how, I mean, as a mom, how has this affected you and the household and what can dads do, what can husbands do to kind of support that? And then we'll close this episode out. Well, I think the biggest thing is, for me, I'm leaving 43 years of a life behind. I've, I've lived in California my entire life. We are literally going to be moving into our new home on my 44th birthday. So here comes my next phase. Um, it's funny because we moved into this house on, on Anissa's Mo's birthday. birthday. Yep. So um, in the beginning... It was kind of awkward because the kids weren't really sure. They've never been to Texas. They have no idea what we're stepping into. Only driven through um, during we, trips. Yeah, we've driven through, and one of those trips was not a happy trip because there was a lot of chaos going on with the weather. But um, they've never really – they don't have any memory or anything to grasp onto to know where we're going. So they're flying into this completely blind. Um, we've been out there – I've been out there with you twice, and that's all I've seen of it is those two trips. So this is – this is new territory for all of us, um, <clears throat> but what we did was, what I did is when Quincy would go to work and he'd be gone for a few days, we would pull out the phone or the, the computer and I would start saying, okay, this is the area we're looking at. Go look up this high school. Go look up this, this junior college. So the girls who have things that they wanted to do specifically, I wanted them to go find out, do they have what we need to meet your goals? And that kind of helped in my decision on what schools to pick, what areas to look at, because some of them had very specific things they were looking for. And I don't want them to feel like we're just going to move you there and you're just going to have to wing it and figure it out. I still want them to have the things that they're looking for. You know, one of them wants to get a work permit and do dual um, credit with junior college and high school so that when she graduates, she'll be that much closer to having her associates. Um, she wants to get a job because she got excited when she looked up how close we are to Dallas and how many events and concerts and these different venues that they are all very much into at this age. It's like, mom, they have concerts. We could go see this and we go see that. It's like, okay, but what are we going to do about paying for the tickets? 
immediately when they found out you'd get a job at 16 and there was a lot of openings out there. We've got, I think, three of them now have job interviews all lined up the first week we're there. So it was kind of, it's a back and forth because there are days where they're upset because we're leaving friends, we're leaving family. Um, This is the only place they've ever known. They were born and raised here. So this is a, a huge step for them, just like it is for me. But sitting down and going over the pros and cons of what do you want to do? Where can we get it? How can I help you? You know, when we went and looked at the house, Quincy and I immediately, when we said, okay, we're putting in an application for this house, we immediately sent the um, link to the kids so that they had an idea. It's like, hey, we found a house. Everybody's like, send me pictures. So we sent them the link. They went through the pictures. They started looking at it. And already, by the time we got home three days later, they had already made plans for what to do with the rooms and, you know, what they could see us doing with the backyard. They just started kind of grasping on to the idea that this is going to be home. Mm-hmm. And once we allowed them to make those steps and say, okay, you know, you guys are going to choose, this is going to be your living room area. What do we want to do with it? Now they're bouncing ideas. So now they're part of the decision rather than us just saying, Hey, pack your crap, you're coming with us. And there's no, nothing else in between there. Um, I had Anissa look up 5k races. She is bound and determined. She wants to do 5ks and Spartans. So look them up. Let's find them. You know, find what it is that you love and let's see where we can find this when we get there. Yeah. Quincy went and found Special Olympics for Bubba. Hunter has no concept of Texas except the fact that the Longhorns suck. We don't like them because they are the enemy of Alabama. That is the only thing that my son understands about Texas. So when you say, are you ready to move to Texas? I hate Texas. I can't argue with that. We've ingrained it in him, so we'll have to fix it. But when we mentioned there's a special olympic softball team that he could play on for two whole days he walked around the house with his baseball gear on his back asking when are we going to the store to get my new pants and my new baseball bat so it was just finding things that they could relate to themselves and getting them involved in decisions making sure they're talking to me you know they're having down days some of them are having anxiety attacks i understand this i'm doing the same thing periodically this is a huge step for everybody so the biggest thing is when dad comes home even if he's been gone for a couple of days we sit down and we have a family talk where's everybody at we check in how's your heart how's everybody doing what needs to be done what parts can you guys play and what needs to get finished we're making sure that they are actively involved in everything through the whole process and when they have a down day or we have a, a breakdown moment we stop what we're doing and we address the breakdown moment. And we, But we don't tell them they shouldn't be upset. We don't push any of that aside. I keep telling them, let the emotions come out. Deal with it how you need to deal with it. Let, I, I don't want them to bottle stuff and then get there and lose it. I want them to have the opportunity to say their piece. And some of them have been harsh when they get mad and, you know, you're making me leave my friends and you're making me leave my music and you're making me do this and you're making me do that. It's like, yeah. And you have two years of school, and then you can make whatever decisions you want from there. But for now, this, yeah. this is where we're at. But even that, I think just letting them have that that ability to say what they need to say. And, you know, Quincy and I are a little bit different in this, but I'll give them a free pass and say, say it how you need to say it. I'm not going to take offense to it because I want to know where their head really is. 
I think the the difference specifically that Jeannie's talking about is I let them cuss when they're mad. She's going to let them swear, and their dad is not going to let them swear. As long as it's not directed at me, I don't have an issue with it. Because sometimes it it just needs to come out a certain way to get it out, and that's I get it. Well, that's you know, and sometimes you need a free pass, and I I get that, but. They don't get that with me at specific times, but still, you know, the few times I've said, okay, free pass, say what you need to say. They don't feel comfortable saying those things in front of me. And I'm all right with that because, <laughs> you know, I'm not a big proponent of my daddy's little girl swearing, which I know they will because I know their mother, but uh, at least it they hasn't. do it when you're not looking. They do it when I'm not there. I already know. I, I get it. You know, it's funny because I've never really been a person that swears every once in a while. I might say the D word or, you know, something like that, but it's never really been my thing. And I remember one time in high school, I was walking with Dwayne Gant and I said, a, I said a foul word and he looked at me, he goes, what did you say? I said, yeah, I did. He's like, no, dude, that's not you. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, I don't know. Maybe if, if, if it was just like, that's not the Quincy I know or mm-hmm. whatever, but he kind of, you know, held me accountable. It's like, you don't have to do that to to be you you know so I, I thought that was awesome it stuck with me every once in a while i won't say those words don't cross my mind because they do but um yeah whatever for whatever that's worth i think it's very important even if it's not going to ultimately affect the decision for our kids to understand they should still have a say now there's times where it's like this particular situation you do not have a say and x y and z is the reason uh, maybe later we can talk through this, but with something so so big, I want to make sure that we kind of have our our hand on the pulse of where the kids are. They and need to have a voice. They need to feel like they're being heard, even if it's not a, deter- a determining factor. They still have the right to say this is how I feel, and I yeah. never want them to feel like you don't have a voice and yeah. you're not being heard. I want to hear what you have to say, but understand it may not make a difference in this situation. But I still want to hear what you have to say. Yeah, and another another reason for me that kind of supports that's because if you can build the trust with your kids for them to really tell you what's on their mind, you get to learn a little bit more about how they think. Mm-hmm. Um, and but they don't come to me with stuff that they come to Jeannie with, and I think there's a little bit where they'll come to me with things they will not come to her with, just because. I think we've really taught them who their audience is. Now, if it's a big deal and we all have to talk about it together, which this thing in moving to Texas was absolutely that. Um, I want to hear what they're thinking. I've I've invested a lot of time and effort and energy into teaching them to think, how to think constructively, not necessarily what to think. So it's important to me that I kind of get the heartbeat um, of where my kids are especially with, you know, life-changing situations like this. Or, you know, the other night, things got tough between Hunter and I. And I sat the uh, sat the kids down and kind of talked to them about what we had went through. And one of the girls, a couple of the girls came up to me and said, Dad, I think you're apologizing too much about this. Because um, here, here's how we understand it. And I was like, yeah, but... That's one of the tough things about our version of autism, you know, when it comes to what has to happen. And, you know, he's 20, going on 21, et cetera. So we do those things, and we've talked about that from time to time when it comes to your house, your kids, and how you can effectively communicate with your group, having those family dinners, having those times where you sit around and you discuss 
what it is that's going on. And those are things that are built. And then, you know, sometimes now there's one kid in particular, but there are some kids that will say, instead of us having the, you know, dinner and watching TV, can we just have dinner and talk? And that is a plus. That's a big plus to me. So there is your major announcement. If it's not major to you, well, it sure the heck is major to us. And I know Jeannie's kind of shortchanging herself because she said she's leaving 43 years behind, but you're 44 years, two days shy of 44 years in California. So just, you know, when we move. Suck it. I'm not about to. Which piece? I am not about to own my age until I absolutely have to. And I am not going to be 44 until the 13th. No, you you stopped me back at suck it. What part of you? Yeah, no, uh uh-uh. We're not doing that on the microphone. Oh, well, one of those episodes just released. So, (laughs) you know, hey, what can we do? All right. So that's it. Uh, the major announcement, the Moran family will be moving to Texas. and um, Stay tuned to see how autism handles the move. Yeah. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I look forward to that, too. And, I, and it's what we owe you as our, as our audience to, to kind of talk through how it goes. So we'll be doing some more of those journey check-ins to let you know how that's going. And don't forget to email us if you're going through a big life-changing situation or you've, you need some advice or a sounding board. You know, there are some of you guys that are doing that, and we encourage you to do that some more. Jeannie, J-E-A-N-N-E at MVSMpodcast.com or Quincy at MVSMpodcast.com. That is Jeannie Moran, my wife. I am Quincy Moran, and this is Man vs. Marriage. The podcast. How good do you want your life to be? You gotta live on purpose. It's truly about becoming the best version of yourself that's possible. This is Man vs. Merit, the podcast.